0: This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com.
1: What's up, everybody? It's episode 116 of Beers in the Lot. Before we get going, I just want to remind you about our t-shirts and hoodies that we have at beersinthelot.com slash shop. Go check them out. And if we're missing a color scheme that you'd like to see, let us know. We'll add it. So, on today's episode, our guest was Josh Schneider of USA Blind Hockey. Josh enlightened me and the guys about how blind hockey works and told us about the similarities and differences. Or, should I say, how few differences there are. And we talked a bit about how he and the Hawkeye Guy Foundation are promoting the idea that hockey is for everyone. So, here we go. Let's crack the beers. That doesn't look like a beer, John. What is that? Because it's not. (laughs) This is a smart
2: water, so it's uh, vapor distilled water with electrolytes for taste, and it's purely balanced pH.
1: (laughs) That pH balance is important, you know. Yeah, how's the mouth
2: feel? (laughs) Really good, actually. Like in terms of good in the nose. In in terms of bottled water, like I just. Dasani has always tasted weird. Everything else, I don't mind. Um, but yeah, Dasani is like a Coke product, so I don't even trust it. I don't even think it's real water. Um, but yeah, smart water. So yeah. Uh, but whatever. Still in Sober October. We're we're powering through and murdering thirst. So that's all I can say. Uh, Riggs, what are you doing, my fellow uh, Sober October
3: brethren? Yeah, this is the last uh, episode of Sober October. Yeah. So uh this is my last athletic brew, athletic brewing brew. It is yet another upside dawn.
4: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Three weeks in a row. Sorry. Jeez, Riggs. <laughs> but That's uh, worse than me, we'll, we'll get back to uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get back, we'll get back to some uh new and interesting brews uh in November. And Daniel always has new and interesting brews. Always. So what does Daniel have?
2: Yeah, so I've been trying to hold up. You know, the, the podcast this this month with new brews. <laughs> so, uh, tonight I have Night Shift Brewing. it's mm. fluffy. It's a hazy IPA.
3: Night nice. shift. Night shift. He, yep. Night shift is, is good great stuff. Great stuff.
2: And Aaron, who stepped his game up this month, uh, what do you got?
1: We, we had to put this podcast on our backs this month while the guys do Sober <laughs> October. So tonight I, I'm going with a, uh, a Cold Trail Blonde Ale from Mountain State Brewing Company, brewed here in the great state of West Virginia. Uh, it's pretty good. Jobber. Not bad. Yeah. Hmm. And tonight we have a guest with us. We have Josh Schneider of the Dented Puck Podcast uh, and uh, USA Team USA, blind hockey player.
0: Uh, absolutely. Yes.
1: Yes, I <laughs> am. And actually, uh, formerly Maryland roller hockey
0: player so yes, i'm oh, turn right on
4: so, oh excellent that's, uh, <laughs>
0: that's my connection actually my connection to uh frederick hockey because that was our that was our practice facility we went out there from college park to frederick like twice a week uh, oh so that's, commitment. Oh, oh, that's commitment right like, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um i do i i do have to chime in on the beers though because and you guys can appreciate this so the end of my USA Canada event this weekend actually ended me at Newark Airport, then right to the Prudential Center to watch the Devils score the first goal, and then watch Mackenzie Blackwood literally just pass it <laughs> off the board and absolutely start about five beers deep of, um, they were promoting a uh, uh, the stick toss brew from uh, Tom's okay. River Brewing. Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, So I had to take the first, and I got the first before the game, and then, like, very quickly, into the second period, I got two and three, and then <laughs> it kept going, because that's kind of how that game kept going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of, and of course, my, my wife's company have been season ticket holders for a while, so when they get tickets, they're six rows behind the goal, so, um... Those of you who didn't hear, I'm actually legally blind, um, and I play for um, the U.S. National Blind Hockey Team. Um, my vision on like, a lot of blind people, I have really good vision for everyday life. Like I have 20-40, but I have like incredible, incredible tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm able to actually see the game just not really far away. So these were good enough seats to watch, I think, every goal in front of me. I think I actually <laughs> had every goal in front of me. Which, nice. which it, in a nine goal game is usually pretty good, but that was not pretty good.
3: <laughs> I
0: actually, I actually literally sat there on a power play going, Ovi's just sitting there. Ovi's just sitting there. Yeah.
3: Well, that's what happens when Ovi's just sitting there. He's, he's been doing it for 18 years as his office. It's funny because uh, last episode, we were actually, the Devils came up because I was, I was watching the game, uh, while we were recording and, um, uh, I had looked up some information on the devils cause I was interested and, and everything. And, uh, we, we all said, man, like they're actually a good team. They're playing well. They just need some goaltending. They need some stops. And maybe if Blackwood doesn't send the puck up the middle to Connor Sheary on a shorthand chance, <laughs> uh, you know, it might help his case, but, um, yeah, I think they're, they'll be all right, man. <laughs> yeah, they're they're yeah. but they're in that they're also in that era they're in that time of the rebuild that
0: it's like you're gonna get an absolute dud and then they turned around and and whop the Red Wings
3: right, like, right right
0: like they did what you guys did us and turn on Molly wop the Red Wings which my buddies <laughs> the Red Wings fan and I have not said anything yet and I think it's gonna be funny they're just not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like it's that's what that's what happens you you know you know those years when you're just like all right like it's gonna come together at some point but it's just like it's it's entertaining to watch um (laughs) which it hasn't been for years so like we got kind of got to that point it's just really getting over that hump yeah
1: let's talk about blind hockey What's what's different about blind hockey from the game that most people are used to seeing? Um so honestly at
0: our highest levels you wouldn't the only thing you would notice is that the puck is bigger and makes sound. Um <laughs> our yeah uh and and we are and us on the back end they are a little bit insane. Um <laughs> so our puck is I, obviously, you understand the need for it to be louder, to be right. louder and to be larger for those of us who um, have that much vision loss that they, they can't see it at all, or that have enough vision loss that they can kind of see something that's a little bit bigger than a little black rubber biscuit flying around. <laughs> um, so, the best they've come about, uh, blind hockey has really kind of been about in Canada since the 70s but it's kind of been like localized to you know the Toronto, the you know Toronto Montreal area a little bit out on the west coast then uh, two brothers came along probably about 20 about 20 years ago and really started working on it and really kind of blew it up to now it's actually kind of we're working on being a paralympic sport so our version of the puck right now which is already in millions of engineers hands who want to make it better is a 5 inch wide piece of sheet metal um with eight ball bearings inside so it is not fun to block (laughs) 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 Um, but then there's there's a little other caveat to it so i mean so uh, but honestly with that with the with the ball bearings inside um and the size of it, it really takes a lot of us, and it makes it a little. It makes us into hockey players as opposed to a lot of blind people just trying to find a puck,
3: right? Um,
0: <laughs> a side note that actually kind of, it's kind of funny along those lines. I know you guys are beer leaguers, so you you totally appreciate this. Uh we work with a, a charity called uh, Dog Nation. Um, they're out in Colorado, and they have a new uh, chapter in St. Louis, and we're at the St. Louis tournament, and it was a bunch of blind dudes um a couple of our friends who were will they will admit worse players than the blind dude um and us uh, and and the goal the goalie was admit to high level goalie um we played some periods with the regular puck and some periods with the blind puck At mean after two games we're all sitting at the bar and and we're like one of the dudes dirk asked uh asked christian he's like hey christian so uh What's the difference between um between when we play with the blind puck and we play with the regular puck? And it's like, well, when we're playing with the blind puck, I have a team in front of me. <laughs> <Aww. Yeah. laughs> like, but as as hockey players, we like we're all hockey players. We all know. We all know exactly what he means. Because like yes. we're so, so I'm one of the only ones with that much clear vision to be able to kind of pick up where it is until it goes out of my field division so i can kind of pick, figure out where it is just using my hockey sets i know what's going on but a lot of the others it's just it's tough for them to just pick it up so it was just it was just too funny because we all just I like and that's exactly what it is um so this puck really just makes a bunch of us old like old fart hockey players into sadly international hockey players Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, really, dude? Uh so uh, three years to the day, three years to the day from my first practice of me literally shuffling my feet at thirty-seven years old, and I think like two forty-five. Um, I am 5'9 by the way. So two forty-five is nothing to be like. All right, that's not bad. Um, that's that's got that that's like for for me going. Oh man, I have to play hockey again. Um. <laughs> so three years to the day i was in a van with uh with my boys on the way to to play team canada in blind hockey for team usa so it's it's been a it's been a wild road but um i uh i mean so blind really is just the puck and it really is from there about including everybody um We, the way we do it, we have a point system. So you have to be legally blind to be able to play internationally. But basically like if you have a vision issue that makes causes you to like it, not to be fair to play hockey at your level, um, it's inclusive. So they're more than welcome to join any team on either side of the border. Nice. (laughs) Um, but when we play internationally, you have to be legally blind to play. Uh, they also, the way they do it, they make people that are less than legally blind. So they kind of take the spectrum and they break it down so that they give value to different parts. Um, so we have B3s, B2s, and B1s. So uh, the B3s are those people who are just legally blind. So tw- is tw- legally blind is 2,200 in your best eye. So you can be 2,200 mm-hmm. in EHI and be legally blind. Um, the other end on my end, uh, I'm a visual field. So it is less than 20 degrees of your vision in your best eye. Wow. Uh, so I am a lot worse than that. So I'm what called, what's called a B2. So I want to say the acuity is 2,400 or worse. Um, and for me, it's, it's 10, it, you have to have less than 5% in your best eye. Personally, I only have my right eye um, and I have the bottom right about 9% of it. And as a righty, I am an absolute liability with the puck of my stick. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and like, dude, I was a puck moving defenseman in college. It was like, it, that was the toughest part it was like making a joke out of my offensive skills. Like I can either see the, if I'm looking at the puck, I can't see anything. So like Hmm. it is, that's been like the toughest part is me trying to gain an offense, but I am like absolutely dirty, dirty on defense, but, (laughs) but every like, and that's the thing. Everybody's got their own kind of issues and how they fit into this sport. Um, and then you have the B1s. So our B1s are totally blind. Um, we usually put them in goal. (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's like a rule though right like Uh, so so i mean not really because actually one of the most amazing people i've ever met his name is kevin brown he is totally blind and he plays defense and out and he is but does the whole game based on echolocation and his positioning and shot blocking is out of control like to the (laughs) point where i didn't know Playing with him per, for probably a period and a half. And he had to tell me. And then, like, after he tells you, you're like, all right, yeah, it makes sense a little bit now. But, dude, like, right on point. It's crazy.
3: Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. amazing. So, <laughs> now now,
0: now, the go- now back to the goalies. And the, the only other rules are based on the goalies being completely blind. So, the idea is that was the best way to include the totally blind players and not just shut them out. Now, if you think about it, the easiest thing is the fact that they don't have to go anywhere, they don't have to worry about moving. So, so we're so we're including blind players without them not moving. The <laughs> our goals are a foot shorter, and our goalies play butterfly the whole time. So if you have like a decent size thick dude, like he could take up a good piece of that net with a five inch wide puck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is so, and the only other rule is you have to make a pass with this puck in the offensive zone so that the goalie can hear it kind of, you know, going from right to left, so that they're able to react, and the puck's not just getting fired at their face from 20 feet away.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> it's <understandable> which, happens.
0: <laughs> which happens, and it is just like, dude, it, you don't smoke the goalie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you don't, dude. Well, you don't, uh, but you do, right?
2: Like, oh, <laughs> no way no, that no. doesn't it's, happen. Mean, it's,
0: literally one of, it's literally one of those <laughs> that, like, even if you're you're on the other team, you literally have to go up to the goalie make sure it's okay. Yeah, like yeah. And, that makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, like this thing is you ever play with those training pucks?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. like, the, oh, heavy like the heavy ones, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like how and how, like, if you're not paying attention, they can kind of roll off the toe of the blade. Um yep. like just you're not even thinking, like it's just got that weight to it. And then this is just that weight and kind of awkward. So like <laughs> it takes you have to be able to like there's kind of a point you know like kind of when you're a kid i know you guys um are coaching some of you guys are coaching kids right
3: yeah yeah yeah. like
0: there's kind of that point where the kid can shoot off the ground and then then really be able to shoot off the ground like it's kind of this thing with this blind puck you got to be able to shoot to get the thing up but if you can get the thing up it's that's that's wet, and you don't want to. Go it's
2: going tape. up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's still the same goalie gear, so it's still hitting the same spots, but it's not made to hit certain areas when it's five inches. So that's yeah,
0: you <laughs> would get some funky things. You could get hit. By like a spoon, or you can get hit by a fucking like <laughs> a big wooden like, spoon. <laughs> 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 like, and that's what the goalies explain. They're like, they're like, take a shot at me for a hundred miles an hour at that thing. Like that 40 miles an hour that I don't think with see, and that's the other thing. You don't know it's coming. You know right. it's coming. Yeah. You just don't know it's coming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. and of course, so um, my buddy and I drew, so we run a, a charity called the Dented Puck Foundation. Um, and as you see, if you have a, so the, the thing is this metal puck um, made of sheet metal to keep the weight down. When it hits the post, it <laughs> deforms. Yes. So <laughs> our pucks end up turn, looking like cupcakes.
3: It's really, it's really, it, turns,
0: it literally turns from something that's a cylinder that's wider than it is tall to something that's taller than it is wide. It's, how many it's, bucks it's, do not. you go through in a game? Yeah, how many do you go through? Um, I mean, USA Canada games will go through three or four. We'll, we might start a period with them. Um, other end of it, they are sixty dollars a piece. Woo! Oh, oh yeah. Oh.
4: And there is, and
0: there is one company that makes them think of it. What you will, but that's they're the ones that that's supply. That's why I was going to so. say. Like, there's oh, probably only one company that cornered the market. Yeah. Yeah. and th- there are so. M- I mean, there are so many prototypes out there, but you need. Like people that bring the buzzers, like we whale the post and the buzzer goes. Mm. Um, they they if if they try to make it more, if they try to pad it more, the thing becomes heavier and then it becomes more dangerous. Like, man, right, then you right. have the higher level guys who can get it moving and then it gets more dangerous. So it's mm. it's kind of like mm. we're at a weirdly happy medium for what we have right now, and it, there are always people trying. I mean, there's my coach has friends at Disney that that they're that work in Disney engineering that are trying um (laughs) there's a kid whose master's project is literally trying to find a new buck for us wow (laughs) so it's just one of those that like we are like we're in our infancy and we're trying to grow and it's what we got right now and until we can find something that's safe and works for everybody with the sound um and the size it's kind of Right. We have our dented puck,
1: and hey, it works for our <laughs> charity. <laughs> nice. Uh. So you've also got something else besides the dented puck. You got uh, the Hawkeye Foundation, right? So, um, so my my eye, it
0: was more like we. I need to do one and make sure if I if I mess something up in doing the charity right wrong, that I <laughs> that I make sure I do the right one right. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm the weird one that makes up names. My wife loves it, <laughs> so I, I came up with the Hawkeye guy. And uh, I was one that, like, I noticed very quickly. And we all know how insanely expensive hockey is. Yep. Like the 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 problem is, like, you have hockey that's that insanely top, and the statistics for legally for blind adults are is just disgusting. When it's like the employment's at like forty percent. Um, mm. uh, the median salaries and like the low th- in like the high to mid thirties. Um, mm. So it's just like, it's and, and people with state aid, the gold it's state aid to live, not state aid to, you know, Play enjoy hockey. yourself.
3: Right. Right. So,
0: I mean, I taught special ed for a long time. So it was kind of the perfect storm of seeing like, yeah. Okay. Well, we, we know how expensive hockey is. And we know kind of the economic issues of financial issues, typical of blind people. And just the fact that like, yeah, blind, first of all, there aren't many blind people and putting a blind person on, you, all right, maybe they want to try sports, but then you're putting them on skates, on ice. It's a, like, we have a very, very tiny piece of that Venn diagram to, to get together, <laughs> right? which, yeah, which in order to create events means nationally. Um. Hmm. So, and then you know, pre-pandemic, it costs money. Now, it's insane. Right. So, the Hawkeye guy Foundation was was more built on uh transportation needs and to help out with transportation and lodging. Um, working with uh miles and and hotel points to if that that is a donation tool for people if if they have just some lying around that there's a way that it can be kind of pooled together so that it can help people out. Um, nice. But really, yeah, it, it, we were trying to, Drew and I are trying to help our community out and, and her possible, you know, we're kind of in that, like hockey gave so much to me, you know, quote unquote. <laughs> and then, <Right. laughs> uh, and, and, but it's really time to like give back to hockey. And um, I mean, I weirdly felt like we all weirdly fell into this. I, I'm 40 years old on it as an international athlete. And like I, I say it half laughing, like that's I was awesome. no, I, that's like, great. I, I, I'm dude, jealous. Like, 20, 20 years ago I was in I was living in College Park. I was playing hockey and that's all I cared about. Like I I didn't think twenty years later I, I'd be an international athlete or how I'd uh, have a weird way of getting there.
3: Uh-huh. Well, what what was that path like? I know you mentioned, you know uh playing roller hockey in new jersey and then ended up at college park for school said you're a teacher um so you know what what was that path like and then what 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 was like the the moment when you know you you ended up in blind hockey
0: um so i uh i mean i uh i went to i played roller hockey growing up because uh My, my father, my mother was that mother. My father was one of the last cut from the Baltimore Colts and I played soccer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was, I was a massive ice hockey fan and my mother was instrumental in creating a roller hockey rink in my town. So (laughs) I was, I was pushed towards the, you're not going to kill yourself versions of sports. (laughs) Um, so i actually i actually weirdly grew up playing five on five outdoor roller hockey so it was nice it was as like as similar to ice hockey as you could be without hitting um and i was lucky enough to to play roller hockey for five years at maryland um i uh i graduated and and went and and taught in pg for for a year and a half that was a that was a fun time yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Beltsville, actually, uh, it was it was the non PG PG school. Yeah, Aww. so really quick.
2: <laughs> really quick where think, did you grow up
0: playing roller? Um, Bergen what County, rank? New Jersey.
2: Bergenfield. Uh, okay,
0: okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Where are you from? Well, because I live, I live in the you know Maryland area, but I grew up around College Park. And you said outdoor, so I was thinking there's oh, one uh, yeah. in uh, Lake Artemisia. Which is like oh, essentially okay. in between Greenbelt and College Park. So I was just curious, oh, okay. right there. Yeah, you said you grew up there. Yeah, no, no, but... no.
0: I, yeah, I grew up. I grew up in New Jersey. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, and actually, I, I say that lovingly because ninety-five percent of my career was was in Title One districts. So mm-hmm. I I spent a lot of. Ironically, started uh, working towards a degree in special ed, and uh, one day I was coaching softball and drop my softball girls off at the late bus and I'm walking back into the gym and I'm rubbing my right eye and I look at the doors of the cafeteria and like part of the door is skew like I don't know if I'm a math teacher so like there's a line that's straight and there's a part of the line that's next to it and I'm like dude I am I've been teaching all day I'm not on drugs like that's not normal <laughs> <laughs> so, um I had never been to an eye doctor. I had never had issues with my eye. It was a month before my first wedding, and I say first wedding because that is a sign, and it should
4: have been a sign,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was not. <laughs> Don't go through with this. There's good. Um, so that was uh, that was one of the first of I think fifteen neurological episodes in my optic nerve. So wow. We never really figured out what the what was causing the inflammation, but every time I'd have it, I'd lose acuity and I'd lose my visual field um mm. within a year, I lost my left eye um but for what I saw, I still consider myself like a, a normal human being. I could function in everyday life. I was still teaching I taught until um it really started at, at about in- tw- about twenty fifteen it really started getting bad um i would like i'd miss kids handshakes and like trip over chairs and like it's a good thing i was the guy that teach the kids liked or like i'd be the right. that tripped over chairs like right <laughs> like <laughs> they're just like and they knew they knew there was something wrong with my eyes hmm. um and in the school district that i was teaching at the end is actually the town i live in now and um i taught the same kids for four years last four years and their eighth grade year was my last year, and it wasn't really planned, but um, it was kind of getting there to the point where they're special, like guess, so I'm reading the test for them. And uh, one of them just raised their hand, and they're like, Can, uh, do you mind if we read this test aloud to each other? And I'm like, oh, shit, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, guys, yes, under one condition. What grade level do you think I read at? And they're like, third and i'm like oh god yeah go ahead oh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh yeah <laughs> that, yeah okay so later that year i uh I, I made the decision to uh to retire um which i mean it stinks but it it, you know it's got it was in a slew of a couple more school shootings mm. and like the fact that i can't keep kids safe in that situation was really the ultimate decision. Mm. Uh so that was uh that was wow that was uh April 2018 so fast forward to September 2019 and I'm doing dishes in my kitchen with the local news on which means I just turned on cable and somehow that news was on and I have no idea how <laughs> <laughs> And I and I hear a bunch of disabled people are finding joy in a sport they never thought they could play and I'm like hmm, that like my ears perk up. I start listening and I hear a New York Metro Blind Hockey. And I'm like, what the? Like, serendipity, like, plate in my hand should be dropping on the floor. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no glasses on, I'm bolting through my house to see my, I see my, to get close enough to some, my 72 inch TV. And I'm like, dude, that's ice hockey. What did he just say? <laughs> and um, so I, like, I immediately am like, now I'm searching. And I sent a couple emails. The next day I'm talking to uh, Monique, who is one of the people that runs the local team. And I'm, I'm like, I'm calling the coach and I want to help out. Because in my head, like, it's a bunch of blind kids. that can't find a puck. Like, I want to help them find a puck.
4: Right. Um, <laughs> and,
0: uh, and she's like, and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I played hockey. My, that was what I did my entire life until I, like, st- ate out of it. Like, I was a teacher. Like, I coached everything. Like, I'm perfect for this. And she's like, Josh, I don't think you understand. You don't, you don't have to coach. You can play. And mm. like, I am not embarrassed at 37 years old. And my voice went like through the roof. So I'm like, I'm, it's what? 100% and I was like, no, it doesn't matter. Childlike moment.
3: <laughs> um,
0: so that was like mid-september of 2019 and uh october 21st the 20th to 2021 of 2019 um was my first time back on the ice like i get back on the ice so i'm like shuffling my feet around and i hear like some sort of cowbell in the distance and i'm like <laughs> what is that <laughs> and they're like that's our puck and i'm like oh no no it's <laughs> um, and my wife's actually got a video of like after I start getting my legs together, I'm like, so I I'm a, I'm on one side, um, and I'm like practicing like getting down up the uh, I so I'm skating around war- getting warmed up, um, and I eat it and the coach you know like you know what would happen like if someone some brand new person eats it right in the beginning of practice like Coach bolts over there hits the brake Are you okay Are you okay yeah, And I'm like yeah. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm fine. You don't know me. I'll be down here all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, dude, dude, and and like every, and the joke is, is that that's what everybody makes fun of me for. And like, I don't care. I'm down there all the time, blocking shots, falling over. No, it makes no difference. <laughs> but every nobody knows that was literally the first thing I said to a coach on the uh, when I got back on the uh, ice. That's awesome. <laughs> so we're um, so we working on getting down and get back getting back up off the ice, and uh, then then I hear the coach go, uh, "Yeah, now we're gonna go down on both knees." And I hear out of the corner of my ear, "That's what she said." And I'm just <laughs> like, "I'm home." Yeah. <laughs> and it was just kind of one of those. Oh my god, I'm back in a hockey rink. Right? This is great.
4: And (laughs) they're just like, Johnny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So the coach comes from the other end, and I'm looking at the other end, and these kids flying all over the place. And I'm like, you know, but yeah, those are the coaches' kids. Like, they got to be the coach's kids. They're just, they're getting their free ice time. They're enjoying it. So coach comes over. He's like, hey, do you want to come over and play with us? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like with the coach's kids. And he's like, no, no, they're blind too. And I'm like, better not. (laughs) No, they're not. <laughs> and, and literally, and that's and that's every one of our first reactions. Like I'm blind, and I played for a long time, and I look at them, and I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. And it's and and it's it's incredible just seeing just all the talent out of people who shouldn't be able to play that way. Like with with the vision they have, it's it's incredible. Yeah, I saw
3: <laughs> um, I saw some clips. I don't know if it was on your Instagram or the, the Dented Puck Instagram, but there were clips of the Windy City Showdown. Um, I think you guys were promoting, like, the next year's or something. And I was watching the videos like, this looks like looks like I'm watching a live barn of, like, a high-end youth game right now, like, when I'm watching my kids play or something. Like, it it was fast, and people like we're in the right places and the puck was moving and like it was it was really cool to watch and 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 if you if i didn't know any better if i wasn't on instagram accounts that were devoted to blind hockey like i I would think it was sighted hockey
0: yeah and that's and that's really what it is is like there's both ends to it you do have you do have whatever things like there's definitely the level of of the guys getting around trying to find the buck and then you have the elite (laughs) level like (laughs) The get the best guy on Canada, um, averaged up over a point a game in Canada Junior B.
3: Oh he man!
0: Wow, well, absolutely. <laughs> he, and and you know what? He is just so smooth. And then it it's just and it's and and that's what we got. We got that's our answer. Like we try, yeah. but like that <laughs> he is he's and they have a couple guys that that were high level juniors players because it's it's Canadian hockey and and where and. You know they grew up on skates, and down yes. here we uh, we grow up very many ways, and then we, yes. we try to push people. On <laughs> skate. And and I tell every single kid that that was blind and learned to play hockey, dude. Like power to you, because I would never have done that. Like that is more bonus <laughs> than I have.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. So I also want to going back to Instagram too. So. The way that we all kind of got introduced is, uh, you DM'd our Instagram account and you said, uh, I think I've been following you for a while. The second I saw Frederick, I burst out laughing. Why is that so funny? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, really,
0: because, because we drove to, we used to drive over an hour out to Frederick for practice every day. And I mean, it is like the most unlikeliest of, of hockey areas, <laughs> um, but like it is, but it is like a large hockey area. And it's so funny that I was like, oh my God, I have such a weird hockey relationship with Frederick. Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> and let me yeah, tell man. you, Frederick Merrill late night at fast food places is an interesting, interesting place.
3: Oh, <laughs> there you go, buddy. This is a perfect is segue. A great segue. <laughs> John, <laughs> go for it, John.
2: <laughs> All right. So, we have a question because we are always curious about this. Late night, let's say you had a few pops, whatever. You walk into like a uh, Sheets or a Wawa or a uh, Royal Farms if you really are into that. Uh, we don't like Royal Farms, <laughs> but whatever. So, if you were going to walk into a place like that,
0: what is your MTO order? The shit like sandwich to go? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, chicken, chicken, bacon, American lettuce, mayo, um, okay. or wa- Wawa chicken sandwich. Yeah. There you Wawa. go. Wawa. Wawa chicken, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wawa chicken sandwich.
2: Are you getting, like, chips or anything, too? Like Funyuns? I'll go like with well, Funyuns? I'll go with
0: the Funyuns, because we're going with Funyuns, so I go with Funyuns. I like Funyuns. I like Funyuns. There's nothing wrong with Funyuns.
2: Nothing wrong
1: with Funyuns?
2: Yeah. <laughs> There are people that disparage on Funyuns. Not right. Not
1: right. So I, it's, funny that,
2: it's funny that went that way. Yeah. So we'll detour a little bit. So I'm I'm curious. After roller hockey, what did you
0: see at the fast food places
2: I'm around? Here. Oh, I'm curious. Oh, I'm curious now. There
0: was our favorite. Our favorite was what we originally thought was a grandfather and his granddaughter that probably wasn't. Oh cool. Oh, and, okay. and, as, oh, and as and as oh, and as and as we would oh. go there more and more times, we're like, they're friendlier and friendlier. And then we're like, yeah, oh, no. I'm like, no. yeah, this is yeah, this that's we're in Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> hey
3: uh, <laughs> Hey, it's not West Virginia. Yeah. It's not whoa, whoa, it's whoa, not, whoa. Oh no, it's not, not Hagerstown. Not. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: No, it's not. <laughs> it you not, live what, in Jersey, a, sir.
1: I'm like, come on.
2: Come on. <laughs> hey, we got our own problems. It's not like exactly. that. We got our own
0: problems. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was well, nothing, my buddy Dirk. He's like, he's like, yeah, Frederick. He goes, but Hagerstown. I go, oh, yeah, Hagerstown. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <all under> level. <laughs> yeah. And Good I think I was patch. like, yeah, I know people from Hagerstown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: geez. That's great.
1: <laughs> this is probably going to mean nothing to me, but. I've heard that this is how folks from Jersey determine where they're from. What exit of the Turnpike do you <laughs> do you oh. live nearest?
0: <laughs> it's actually it's actually Parkway because there are only there are only there are sixteen exits to the Turnpike, but there are a hundred like seventy something of the Parkway. Okay, <laughs> um, oh. and it, and and it's one sixty one. One sixty one. Yeah. No. No. It, well, the problem is, is the turnpike is like the South Jersey, you kind of come off, and the parkway kind of goes on the shore. So, uh-huh. and that is, that's usually that's usually it, is what exit of the parkway. But if people actually say that to you, then there's seriously something wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, if they don't say it as a joke, don't
2: answer it. Okay. <laughs> hey, you want to go get fast food, my granddaughter
1: and I? <laughs> 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 oh, geez. new perspective I'll, I'll be completely honest i i i knew that blind hockey was a thing but i i'd never really looked into it at all i'd, I'd never seen any any of the details about it before uh before you were going to come on and maybe not the best pun to me my eyes are opened i this is this is <laughs> cool good. this is yeah, really it, cool it's wild man it,
0: the and videos
1: like... i saw you guys are good you guys yeah, are and...
0: fast Go there's uh go look uh, look at the Can- Canadians uh Canadian Blind Hockey YouTube has this weekend just I mean just watch just oh. watch us yeah watch how well the Canadians move the puck it's un it's unreal I don't know. Like, I'll watch it it's 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 unbelievable and I mean like there's we have a kid we have a we have a couple coming down the pipeline too we got a fourteen year old in down in Texas the kid's gonna be unbelievable. Uh-huh. He's nice, and he's just and he's just coming into it. He's the kid that I'm that I'm now teaching how to play like a man, and I'm just like, boom. yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and, and of course, he's he's also the one that like, puck squirted out, and I pulled one of those. I'm 40, and I take two steps forward and then go, oh crap, and I threw <laughs> my hip out to 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 pivot. And oh. threw my hip out to the blind side. And I threw a massive hip into this kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, this was, so this was like my mm. aim of teaching him to be a man. And li- literally five minutes before, I was like, Easton, I'll be here all day. And like, yeah. not even doing anything anywhere near penalties. You know, like, little chippy hands on, like, smack this thing, push him around. And of course, like, not five minutes later do I lay a massive hip into him. And I'm like, dude, that's not what I meant. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to try to hurt you.
3: And
0: and the the ref comes to get me, and he's like, I'm like, of course it was. And I was like, what are you doing? I was was apologizing. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And I'm not the large one. There's some large men that move very fast and cannot see where they're going, and it is a it is a recipe for disaster. Oh, man. man. Now
2: I have a question going back to, like, the foundation and everything you guys are running. So I know, like, the NHL does uh, quite a bit of work with, like, sled hockey, and they sponsor, like, teams in every market, pretty much. A good chunk of the NHL teams do, at least in the States. Um, does he nhl or usa hockey kind of help you guys you know supplement some of the travel and whatnot uh i mean no we are pretty much very much pay to play you guys are Mm -hmm. bootstrapping it yourself
0: yeah yeah so i mean the there's not been a really a precedent set uh we are we are under the usa hockey umbrella but in order to the, the difference is we don't fall under the USOC umbrella until oh, we become a Paralympic sport. So it's kind of okay. one of those, you know, it's like like the chicken and the egg. Like, yeah. we need them to grow. And they're like, no, we need you to be a Paralympic sport, to for all this flush money to come in.
3: Right, um, right.
0: So it's kind of one of those. Um, and the way Paralympics work, we need eight countries and a world championship. And COVID okay. really killed us in the growth outside our uh, continent. Because um, hmm. we ha- right now have, you know, the usual, the usual suspect. And a couple more. Sweden, Finland. Russia. Um, no, we we have,
2: don't, no, have... mm-mm, no, <laughs> <I> mean, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's kind of why I gave the, I know, the I, little know. <laughs> I know, but, I know, I um, I mean, you know,
0: you, you, you can't, you can't hold their little blind kids against Putin. So at some point,
2: um, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you said it,
2: I didn't, <laughs> but so like, so essentially your usual suspects and is it on both sides that is, it, is it men's and women's? That
0: it uh, has no, to be it, eight countries, co-ed. both. It's co-ed. Um, okay, okay, co-ed, okay. So, well, but I mean, you know, filling out hockey teams is not easy. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. not. Yeah. Um, and filling out blind hockey teams is harder. But the um, the the, the rules to play for a country in Paralympics are very lax because it's all mm. about inclusion. So it's going to end up being like a lot of U.S. players and like kind of if you know what ha- um it was uh South Korea, right? South Korea yeah. had all the Canadians <laughs> on their team, like yeah, right. kinda like that's kind of what's gonna happen have to happen to the first couple of years to get it going um There's a team in England also there's one kind of starting in Germany, so you have more than oh, just like cool. the usual suspects we're kind of getting towards that number, but the usual suspects are the ones that can actually find people that have been playing, and mm-hmm. the other ones kinda you know have to kind of facilitate and figure it out themselves so.
1: And that's, that's part of the goal too, that, that the foundation and you're basically, you're trying to get to this, this, the point of being a Paralympic sport, right?
0: Yeah, it really is. And, and well, I mean, it's, it's awareness and and fundraising and and all that, like it'll all come with it. And I mean. Finding blind people that played hockey is literally like is literally the needle in the haystack. Like it's it happens. <laughs> yeah. And it I mean, it happened with me and it happens with a bunch of my buddies. Like it, it just keeps happening over and over. But it really is just getting it out to ho- the hockey communities. Um, <laughs> and a lot of the NHL teams are taking their own roots with different teams in their areas by us. I know the caps have had involvement with the blind hockey team in the DC area. But it more of, a, but it's not set up as a capitals blind hockey team, and right. this is what right. like like sled hockey is that is, that every single team kind of has a sled division under the youth right. foundation, and it is kind of soup to not the way it goes. So yeah, <laughs> that's the way we're kind of trying to work in my local team in the New York area. We were kind of with we we did the we were the charity of the game for the Islanders for opening day. So nice. we oh, got, nice. you know, the, we got, yeah, we got a table. So we were do we were able to grow awareness. We got half the 50, 50 takes. We got money out of it. So, and you know, you guys know, being from the East coast, I, I took that and I went to the devils. Then I'm going to the Rangers. Then I'm going to the flyers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the nice thing where you're at, you could hit a
2: ton of teams. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So, and the flyers have been awesome in, So the Flyers started a Learn to Skate program, because that's kind of like how these start. You either have a Learn to Skate program, or you start your team based on two or three hockey players that want to start a team. So the Flyers have a Learn to Skate program, but the Youth Foundation has been amazing um, for the Flyers. And they're trying to base theirs off what the Ducks are doing for one of my teammates, Blake. But, you know, that's hockey in the desert. And we know what happens (laughs) with hockey in the desert um
2: (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah they they play in college arenas you're right
0: (laughs) i i left that i set that one up nice and (laughs) high. yeah you you, you Um, set those up great for us (laughs) (laughs) yeah but really like my main thing is um and i've been i've heard a bunch of like i've heard the phrase non-starter twice already because uh you know they you know all the cute little kids they put on the ice between periods right like right and they do it to sell the to sell the t- upper deck tickets and get, get fans there and that's kind of what i'm pushing for because i want to show like like you guys are like wow these this doesn't look like blind guys like dude these guys can play yeah. and our goal is really to get between periods in an NHL game because we want to show those fans that we can play and that When they when they look at it and they pull out their phones and they take a video of it and they share it, that's the idea. Yes, absolutely Um,
1: more awareness. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I've been told twice that it is a adults on the ice between periods is a non starter, and I was like, I almost wanted to be like, dude, we're
1: disabled. (laughs) 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 Knowing what I know now. I would be excited to hear that there was blind hockey in between periods of a game that absolutely yeah, I, it's, this is cool. And it would be, it like you said, it would be amazing for awareness to, to, to grow, grow that Avenue of the sport. Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. It seems, it seems very short sighted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm part like, of the team. I can't you get know, away from. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything <laughs> else.
4: <laughs>
1: I mean, at least you were like near side and you're like,
0: they're worse. Um, but really, like, I get the concept of not having ice adults on the ice because, like it, 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 it's not something you do. But I'm like, dude, I, I don't, I, you don't want me to throw a bunch of blind kids on the ice and that people are gonna be entertained. But if I throw, that's <laughs> what I tell people. I'm like, you give me ten. So, so um, because of what the Islanders did, then we went to the Devils. So when the uh, in December, the Devils are giving us an hour of ice after the game, and okay. are supposedly promoting it during the game. So that's kind of the idea. So then we'll hopefully have some fans from the game, and you know maybe some suits, and you know the Devils yeah. locker room is somewhere back there. So, and that's the idea. It's, it's really. <laughs> it it's showing it's showing it to hockey fans and and that's how you right. that's how you spread the word
3: yeah and yeah. yeah like you said events like that um you know even if it's not as well attended as the NHL game before it or whatever you know folks are going to be taking video and they're going to be posting it and and that's really you know it's
1: something at least yeah that's how yeah. you're going
3: to get the eyes yeah. on right and that's how you're going to get the exposure and that that'll be a great thing so it's good that you know nhl clubs are are starting to take notice but i i i get the rule that they have like no adults in between periods cuz they don't want idiots like the four of us out there <laughs> <Definitely. laughs> cuz we would absolutely take them up on the opportunity and we would absolutely yep. go to the bar before we've skated in between periods. 100% yeah. so yep. they don't need us out there <laughs> what's
1: in this water bottle <laughs> <laughs> Well, Josh, Josh, thanks for coming on, man. This has been great. It's been awesome talking to you. Uh, definitely, definitely shedding some light on an aspect of the sport that a lot of people probably don't don't know as much about. So this has been really good. Thank you so much for coming on.
0: No, no problem, guys. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's nice to talk to Maryland hockey guys again. Yeah, man.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. It's been awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. No problem, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Yeah, you AD too, AD too. All right, that'll wrap up episode 116. Thanks again to Josh Schneider for coming on and talking to us about blind hockey. That was really cool. I learned an awful lot about a part of the sport that I don't really hear about that much. Maybe that'll change. Josh's foundation is the Hawkeye Guy Foundation, and they're all about promoting inclusivity into blind hockey and trying to help people get in and continue to play. So check it out. Their website is thehawkeyeguy.com hawkeye is spelled h-o-c-k-e-y-e that's the check it out also give a listen to his podcast the dented puck i'm sure you can find it anywhere that you found beers in the lot so give him a listen give him a like review subscribe you know the same thing you do for our podcast on that note thank you for your support of beers in the lot we appreciate your listen and if you enjoyed your listen, be sure to tell your friends, your teammates, your beer league, uh, anybody at Stick and Puck, whoever you can, tell them about our show. That'll help us grow. And as always, be sure to check out com for info on how to join the Discord and jump into our little community, how to become a Patreon and support us, and everything else Beers the Lot related. Check it out at beersinthelot.com. So that'll do it for episode 116. Thank you again for your listen. We'll catch you next week. See See ya.